Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wait until I tell you the new ingredient I'm adding to my coffee every single time that I drink it now. And it is, it's a game changer. Absolutely a game changer. And... Uh, now all I want to do is drink coffee with this ingredient, <laughs> but I know I can only drink so much coffee because if you drink too much, ultimately it doesn't work anymore. So I have to be careful. I still have to drink my coffee in moderation, but, uh, our last ask Amy anything. One of the questions posed to me was whether I ever had trouble waking up and when I, which is a duh, when I do have trouble waking up, what gets me out of bed? And I said two things, Penny gets me out of bed because I got to take care of her and she's not super patient when she wants me to wake up. And the other thing is coffee. And now that I get to add this ingredient to my coffee, it's even better than radishes and chili, which was a revelation a couple weeks ago. (laughs) I know I'm totally strange, but it's all right. Works for me. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Cannot believe that we are just over a week away from Thanksgiving, but that's where we sit right now. We are heading into week 11 in the NFL. Week 11. Do you know there's only 18 weeks? You guys, we are well into the second half, which just, it's it comes with excitement and anticipation, but at the same time, it also hurts a little bit because it's hard to think about not having the NFL again. Although sports never stop, there's always something dramatic, entertaining, crazy, wacky, wild to talk about. It's not like we'll we'll be bored. It's just that the NFL is next level, and I always miss it when it's gone. I know we do. It's going to be pretty crazy to get married, celebrate the holidays, move, and then right into the NFL postseason. <laughs> what? What it, What am I thinking? It's quite the stretch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then Super Bowl. Like all that right in a row. Oh, I did. Uh, I did. So this time last year. Well, not this time last year. Going into the Super Bowl in 2020, early 2023. So 22 season. Uh, I remember that Bob, at the time we were not dating, but we were in touch. Bob asked me if I wanted to speak. On Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, and I had to say to him, oh, so gently, 
I'm sorry, I have to work. It's it's the Super Bowl today. And his response was, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh. Wow, I tell him all the time. It's a good thing that I overlooked that. Some major grace for you right there. And so then he mentioned, now this is fast forward, and we're, we're committed and we're thinking about our life together in 2024. Thankfully, we finally get to start it and not be long distance anymore. And he mentions Valentine's Day. And I had to gently say, well, you know that the uh, Super Bowl is right before that. So (laughs) we won't get to celebrate that weekend. (laughs) It is a pebble in my shoe. (laughs) The Super Bowl or Bob, who is the pebble in my shoe? The Valentine's Day. Oh, Valentine's Day. Yes, it is a pebble in my shoe. Uh, So I said, well, would you like to go to Vegas for Super Bowl week? And that kind of took care of that. So we'll, we'll see if that works out. Uh, since we'll already be there. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. If you want to send your questions for Ask Amy Anything, or if you would like to log a late guess, a number between 1 and 1,000 to participate in the After Hours Holiday Zoom Room, uh, can still vote on TD of the Week, too. And if you haven't seen this moment that, Everyone is talking about now in the Bay Area and, of course, in Minneapolis, though, I would say there are more Warriors fans than there are Timberwolves fans, at least currently. But if you haven't seen this moment, uh, it is captured in a video that producer Jay has also shared to our show Twitter. Again, after our CBS on our Facebook page. Sometimes you just have to employ Google or YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, producer Jay has promised me that we will record one more video before the end of the year. So if you have what you consider to be unique and creative holiday slash wedding questions, because it'll be the final installment of Ask Amy Anything for 2023, we're going to do a holiday slash wedding edition. And he says he has more wedding questions that just won't go away. Not that I want them to go away, but I'll I'll share a little more information as we get closer to the wedding, but still no dress questions because that's a secret for Bob and uh, it, actually a secret for most guys, though Jay has seen it now. He asked me and I showed him the photos. Uh, so Jay can speak intelligently as much as any man can speak intelligently about a wedding dress. It is beautiful <laughs> from what I've seen and what I know. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so we'll do another video version of Ask Amy Anything. So if your question does not get answered on the radio edition for the next couple of weeks, we'll take heart because we will have a holiday video version. And Jay loves creative questions that he's never heard before. So if you have a question that you've never heard posed here on the show, well, I encourage you to send it. Whether it's Christmas, whether it's Thanksgiving, although we'll be post-Thanksgiving, but whether it's holidays or whether it's wedding He's looking for questions he's never seen before. Should we incorporate New Year's into that? You know what? It might be fun because you know me. Nothing in my life is ever boring. I don't remember the last time I was bored. It might be actually funny early in 2023 to do a video version of Ask Amy Anything about my first month of being married. (laughs) I can tell where you were going with that. Because, and here, and this is not something I haven't told Bob. I have told Bob this. And I've told Jay this too, and a few of my other friends, because it makes me a little nervous. I have lived by myself for 25 years. 25 years I've lived by myself. 
Yes, I'm, I'm stuttering. I don't know if I'm going to be any good at living with someone else. Jay laughs every time I say that because he's lived with people his entire life. Have you ever not lived with someone else? Um, no, not like extended time, no. Yeah. This is my, th- this is going to be a change. My brother is very nervous for me. He's like, I, I just don't, it's going to be such an adjustment, Amy. He's very nervous for me. I'm not nervous. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank you. At least someone's on my side. And of course, it's a good problem to have because I've waited for this a really long time. But yeah, I will say there are going to be adjustments. I know that. And so I'm a little nervous for Bob. But people ask, people keep asking me, how's married life? Like, I don't know. I'm not married yet. I, I guess maybe they got the date wrong or they think we're living together or something. No, we're still long distance. That's the crazy part. Do you know? Here's a here's something funny. We will have spent not even 40 days in the same place by the time we move in together. Like when we get married and we move in together, we will have only been 40 like actual days in the same place. Now, does that change your opinion that I might be good, no. that I'll be good at it? It's like, I mean, it's it's just like, think of it as Penny. It's just can talk back. Like, it's a living thing that you've I'm been sure Bob with. will appreciate that well, comparison. Well, no, I mean Bob's a dog, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely not that. Unless we're talking about PJ Tucker. We got dogs, you hear me? I, I suppose I could say my tough Texas man is a dog. We got dogs, you hear me? I, I do hear you. I don't know if. If uh, Bob would consider dog a compliment, but D-A-W-G, that's a compliment. Man, we got dogs. <laughs> never gets old, ever. It never gets old. Already into the After Hours Hall of Flame. Oh, my gosh, we never revealed that. What is wrong with us, Jay? You know, I actually remembered on the way in, on the drive into work that we didn't do it, and then I forgot again that we didn't reveal it until just now. Do you know what else you forgot? What's that? I do. What? <laughs> I actually remembered that too. I, I had to find that. So it's not where I originally thought it was. But You've lost no. my candy jar? No. Jay. Misplaced. It's I thought it was right there. What on like you my just shelf. cleaned your room. How can you misplace it? Well, a lot of stuff cleaning the room means Did throw it Moose in the closet. take it? No, Moose didn't take it. I hope not. There's Wait, hold on. Items. So your version of cleaning the your room <laughs> is to throw everything in your closet? Are you one of those people that if you open up your closet door, stuff comes? sliding out and buries you uh no but it's it's not not neatly put away in the closet but not like just thrown in there it's just like a lot of like the closet is where oh i don't know what to do with this right now just put it in the closet but not like throw so you it didn't in. really clean the room you just shifted your belongings to a different area some of the belongings including my candy jar the it's j- not actually your belongings, so it needs to come back to the person to whom it belongs yeah, I, I'll, 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 I will bring it. It's on the way. It just needs to be located again. It's there, though. It didn't go anywhere. Clearly, it went somewhere. <laughs> it's there. It's there. All right. What's the deadline? Because I told you, no Christmas baked goods for you if I don't get my jar back. I know. That's a really tough one. Uh, the deadline... Uh, Especially since I had pumpkin s'mores. I only gave you one. It was delicious. Yeah. It was uh-huh. a great Friday night dessert, yep, I didn't. Did you notice I didn't bring you any of the food from the tea party this weekend? No. I. I, I now I realize. Even though we had mini scones. You showed me. It with was clotted a, cream. It was a great spread. Oh, it was a great spread. I probably should tell that story, too. It's awesome. Very purple, too. Very purple. It was purple on purpose because that's the color know, for the wedding. Great. Okay, so then, come on. Where's my jar? The jar? Where do you think the jar is? I think it's maybe just under, like, some sort of clothes pile, maybe. Probably. 
Please tell me the jar still has a lid on it. It does. It's intact. Because no one has- wants to be putting candy into a jar that is covered up by your stanky clothes. <laughs> it actually still has the, stanky. the nice bow on it. Great. Right. Great. So Jay, I kept good care is, of this it. This is just great. Okay, so you, not only do we have to reveal to you your choice for After Hours Hall of Flame, we have to keep a promise to you that we are going to give away After Hours swag. It's our Christmas present to you. And again, it's going to be a guessing game. We've decided uh, if you would like to, in lieu of the guessing game, if you would like to uh, also show us that you've made a donation to, I don't know, a Christmas food bank or... Something along those lines, done something charitable. This is going to be a first come first serve thing. We're we're going to get rid of the after hours swag by the end of 2023. Uh, I know some of you have have uh, sent me requests in the past, and you've said I need an XXXXXXXXXL shirt. There are no XXXXXXXXXXL shirts. We have lots of smalls. You feel me, smalls? We have lots of smalls. Jay has a medium that he'd be happy to give back to you. I wear that. You Are you now lying to the peeps? I've worn it. Th- that's not the same as I wear it. You wore it home the day that we modeled it. If you guys have not seen the After Hours swag, Jay, do you want to retweet it from our YouTube yeah. account? Uh, so anyway, we've got lots of swag to give away, but I, I'm sorry to, I regret to inform you we do not have XXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXXX
I'd love to hear from you. If you know that you're still alive on Survivor Island, now we're getting down to the serious. Yeah, so we actually had about 60, or 50-something, 60 uh, going into week 10. Mm. So many people lost picking the Bengals over the Texans. Like half the I field. can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Dummy me, I went with the Jaguars back before their five-gate win streak. I mean, it's, who did you lose on? I picked the Rams over the Steelers week seven, I believe that was. They lost. So you, la- I only lasted two weeks. Was it week three when the Jaguars lost to the, shoot, I forgot who it was. I, I it was a bad team. Yeah, it was early. The ja- Yeah, let's see. I think it was week three. I don't think I survived week three. They got upset by the something somethings. The something, something. Someone's yelling at me was right it the now. Texans? It, uh, it yeah. was the Texans. Yeah. Little did we know what CJ Stroud and the Texans would be about. Texans okay, so upsetting Survivor this year. Yes, all of those things, all of those things uh, we've got coming up between now and the end of the year. You guys, there are six weeks between now and the end of the year, and we have big plans. And producer Jay would like to do the top three. Now, see, I don't know if this is fair because it's called Survivor Island, but maybe it's multiple islands, so we get three peeps. I don't know. Do we still have people alive on all three islands? We do. We do. Okay. So maybe it's the last one standing on each island? I like that. All right. How about we do that? So three three islands in our archipelago, three winners of After Hours swag for Survivor Island. Uh, We've also got five spots in the After Hours Zoom room, but that's going to be holiday decor. We'll soon have the After Hours holiday swag giveaway. So lots to do, which is why you want to not just find us on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, but also on our Facebook page and lots of ways. Just scroll through the page. You'll see all of these options while you're there. Okay, Uh, let's hear the Minnesota Timberwolves radio version of this brawl that happened not even two minutes into the game between the the Wolves and the Warriors a few hours ago. Ant did not have, oh, Jaden McDaniels and Clay Thompson are throwing punches at one another. They got to be separated. Now someone's got Rudy in a headlock. It's Draymond. Someone get that dude in a headlock. Two teams have to be separated. Jaden is hot. Rudy got tackled to the floor. Somehow, Draymond just got Rudy around the neck from behind. Like, what is that? Crowds into it. Rudy's pointing down at Draymond Green. I mean, as soon as someone has Rudy in a headlock, how are you not wrapping up Draymond and getting him around the face? This all started as... The Wolves and Warriors were coming up the floor. It was away from the play. Jaden and Klay Thompson got into it. I'm not sure punches actually landed, but they were grabbing at each other and flailing away. That is actually my college classmate, Alan Horton, on Timberwolves Radio. And I play that not only because it's so different from the Tim Roy version on Warriors Radio, but also because, and I know Allen is not advocating violence, so to speak, but he's advocating retaliation. But that's what Draymond was doing. He was retaliating. If you've not seen the video of Rudy Gobert before Draymond came flying in, he has got his arm, his very beefy long arm, around the neck of Clay Thompson. It's to the side and the front. So it's not, he doesn't have a crook around his throat, but he has, there's a still, there's still photos out there. If you, if you haven't seen them, all you got to do is Google it. Uh, 
there are still photos of Gobert's arm wrapped wrapped around the opposite side of of Clay Thompson's face, and he's got his arm, his elbow up underneath his ear, and so he's got him kind of. I wouldn't say he's hanging, but he's dragging him backward by his neck and his head. I do not agree that Draymond should have held on to Gobert as long as he did. That, to me, was where the flagrant two comes in because he was trying to drag him off of his teammate Thompson's, which is what Alan Horton is advocating. But instead of letting go when he was away from the fracas and away from the the heart of this, this scrumble, he held on. So I, I do think Draymond deserves whether it's a flagrant two, whether it's ejection for not letting go of Rudy Gobert because it, it was too much. But Gobert should have been ejected as well because he's got Clay Thompson around his head. And Clay knew it because when whenever he realized that, that it was Gobert that had him around the neck, he turns and he starts shoving Rudy Gobert. So Clay could feel that arm around his, his ear, his neck, and on across his jaw. So again, the headlock wasn't around his throat, but he still was pulled into Gobert's body by his neck. So check out the photos, check out the video on our show Twitter after our CBS. Here's what the official had to say. He was asked why eject Clay Thompson and Jaden McDaniels as opposed to giving them double technicals. And the answer from, hmm, let's see, the answer from Tyler Ford, who is the crew chief, and this is told to Anthony Slater of The Athletic. Both players were involved in an altercation that did not immediately dissolve and their actions warranted an ejection. So according to the crew chief, it went on too long. The two of them were exaggerated, it was extended, and it went on too long. Okay, so it did not immediately dissolve. Second question, why was Draymond Green assessed a flagrant two? Tyler Ford responds, he aggressively put Rudy Gobert in a headlock and refuses to let go. This is unnecessary and excessive conduct, which meets the standards for a flagrant foul penalty two. Okay, so flagrant foul two. And yes, it was intentional. He was trying to drag Gobert away. He had Gobert around the neck, same as Gobert had Clay Thompson. Now, the difference is neither Gobert nor Draymond were involved in the original altercation. They both came in to, to take part in it. Okay, last question for Tyler Ford. Was there consideration to giving extra discipline to Rudy Gobert or anyone else involved? And Ford's response is, Gobert was attempting to separate Thompson and McDaniels and was ruled to be a, are you ready for this, peacemaker. We reviewed all other players and acts and no other unsportsmanlike acts were observed. Interesting. So, yeah, go watch the video and then look at some of the photos of Gobert. And according to the officials, that was a peacemaker act. Draymond Greens was far more aggressive. Well, it lasted longer, aggressively longer. Uh, so he gets a flagrant two. Both Clay and Jaden McDaniels were assessed two techs each and were tossed. So there's the explanation. As told to Anthony Slater, who was the pool reporter for the game between the Warriors and the Timberwolves.
on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. Lots to do on social media. So we'll take... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Take the short break and you'll be busy the whole time. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. in the crotch of the rim and that will be a jump ball with 5.3 seconds to go tap control by the Denver Nuggets and there's Reggie Jackson throws in the front court and there's the horn an unorthodox way to win a basketball game but the Denver Nuggets hang on and beat the LA Clippers this is after hours with Amy Lawrence That's Jason Kosmicki on Denver Nuggets Radio because the champions of the NBA, not the in-season tournament, but the actual NBA champions, were hosting James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. The Clippers were in the Mile High City, and it was a really close game. And as you hear with Kosmicki, uh, went down to the wire. Another big performance, of course, by Nikola Jokic. 32 points, 16 rebounds, 9 assists, and it was Paul George who missed a game-winning attempt late. So the Clippers fall again. They are now 3-7. and seven. Oh, and they're making like the Warriors in 22-23. They're 0-6 on the road. All right. Meanwhile, the Denver Nuggets continue to assert their dominance at home. So at this point, it's not actually the big three, quote unquote. I'm, I'm Yes, I'm using my air quotations. Dude. Like that, that was snarky and tongue in cheek. Uh, Paul George, 40 minutes, 35 points, seven rebounds. Kawhi Leonard, 
He didn't have a great shooting night, but he did play 38 minutes. We know he's a good defender when he's out there. He had five steals to go along with 15 points. James Harden, 35 minutes, 21 points, four assists. All right, so he shot roughly 50%. Russell Westbrook, wait, should we call it the big four just for fun? The veteran four, the fantastic four, the final four. It's the final four because this is going to be their final stop. Uh, Anyway, he did not have a good shooting night, but that's not generally what he needs to be doing. Uh, He had eight points and six rebounds. The problem is they have nothing else. They don't have anything else. They have a very short bench. Uh, So they just have a, is it Norm Powell that comes off the bench, I think, for the Clippers? So they just have one guy, really, who can score coming off the bench. P.J. Tucker's not a scorer. He's a dog. So it's not really the the veterans that are the issue. It's that they've traded away so many pieces. They just don't really have a whole lot of depth beyond those four guys. And if you take Russell Westbrook out of the scoring column, because that's just not his, his number one job anymore, well, it's it's just a it's kind of a weak team, and and you don't you have one or two guys. I mean, I I believe that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are good defenders. Westbrook can still run up and down the court, but other than that, and PJ Tucker, who are your defenders? That's the other challenge. I'm, I'm absolutely 100 percent lost with what they're trying to do. I really am because I don't look. Not only do you have guys that are fragile and injury prone, and they're going to need nights off, and they're not going to be able to play giant minutes every night. So you have no depth behind that. Mm-hmm. Plus, what exactly do you think is going to happen with Westbrook and Harden, who both need the ball, who don't want to defend, and they need to be able to orchestrate the entire offense and it's got to run through them? Like it, it, The pieces don't mesh. I don't understand it. I I almost want to look at the clip and be like, what exact, explain to me what you <laughs> think this is going to be. I don't get what they think that they're doing by putting these four guys together. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And then you add in the fact that there is no depth and they get injured a lot and they're not going to be able to play 40-something minutes every night. Like, how is this going to work over the long haul? Well, that's the other thing. They're old. I mean, they're old. So they don't have a lot of... I don't want to say they're not athletic because I, that's not true. I mean, we know that Paul George is, and Kawhi Leonard are extremely athletic. I wouldn't say James Harden and... Russ can can be athletic, but they're they're not they don't have a lot of youth or explosiveness. They're old. So here's the, the I'm talking about these guys, the the core group. George is 33, Harden's 34, Kawhi's 32. He's been around a long time. Then He's you've got beat up. you've got PJ Tucker who's 38 and Norm Powell who's 30. Th- that's your group. This has got to be one of the oldest rotations in the NBA, if not the oldest. And again, still, but like if you've got, let's say Harden has the ball and he and he wants to facilitate the offense, right? Is is Westbrook going to be coming off a screen to get, no, right? So what exactly are we, how is the offense moving at any point? If Westbrook has it, is Harden going to be working off a screen? No. I'm not a system player. I am a system. <laughs> I, I, oh, stop. I, it's just, a, it's a lot of plotting one-on-one, get your shot off offense. That's not going to sustain Plus lack of depth and age. Uh, I forgot Russ. Russ is 35. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, like Russell Westbrook, the the fit in L.A. with the Lakers was awful. But you can see how he's still viable in a certain situation. He's a player that he's not the old Russell Westbrook. He's not the MVP Westbrook. But he's a guy that's usable in the right situation. 
usable. No, it is. And well, I didn't mean it like that. I know he's actually a guy that with the Clippers, when he first went there, I was like, that's actually a pretty good fit. Mm -hmm. He can move the offense. He's got guys that are going to be able to take shots. That's good. He can kind of facilitate the whole thing, not have to shoot the basketball. That's good. But then you added in another player that basically does the same thing and he's slower. Mm -hmm. Why? It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, because they all want to play together, and it's the NBA where everyone plays with his BFF. That That's just how it goes in the NBA. I'd be all for that if the fit made sense. The fit doesn't make sense. Yeah, agreed. I like, agree. Why would Paul George or Kawhi Leonard look at that and go, no, 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 yeah, no, no, come on in. Why? Not to mention, going back to the very beginning of their careers, Oklahoma City realized that James Harden and Russell Westbrook could not coexist. And well, they they couldn't pay them both. They both wanted to be dumb man next to Kevin Durant, and it just didn't work. Neither one was going to be happy. So they got separated going back way back then. Right, and I get it. And part of that was financial because you couldn't pay part all of, it, of the guys. But I neither get one it. of them wanted to be the number three guy. No, they didn't. And I and I understand that. And maybe now that it's not that's not as big of an issue because I don't know if. Westbrook doesn't really look at it as he's going to put up 25 points a game. I don't think that that's part of his mindset, but it, it's it's the fit of your game. Like, you have to have pieces that go together. And I don't see, like, again, who's the guy that's going to get open to knock down shots? It just doesn't yeah. – there's not a whole lot of cohesion there. There's a lot of dribble and either take the shot or just – Quick passing just to the side. Like there's uh-huh. not there's not gonna be a lot of movement. Your offense is gonna be stagnant and it, let's be fair, and this is I'm I know this is not the biggest part of it, but like it's gonna be boring as hell. Like it's just there's not a lot of movement. That's a problem. Jay just looked it up, and it is in fact the oldest team in the NBA, which makes sense. One of their starters is in his twenties. I mean, everybody else is in like mid to late thirties. So average uh, age is twenty nine point one of their team. Yeah. And again, look, but 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 a lot of the twenty-year-olds don't play. No, I mean the, the guys that I just listed are the right. guys that are actually out there on the court. Right, and and look, sometimes you you go for it. You're thirty-five years old. Let's give it a shot. Let's window. put it all together. Yes. Yeah, like we got what maybe two years. I just don't understand how you think that this is going to put together to be able to win a championship. Like, how do you think you're going to be able to keep up? It's interesting because. Uh, Michael Malone obviously just saw them up close and personal, and he was trying to be generous about their future. It's a really good win. I know on paper they're three and seven. They've lost six in a row. But I think everyone in this room understands the talent that they have and the desperation that they were playing with. And uh, they're going to figure it out. I'm just happy that they didn't figure it out tonight. I still have confidence in what we can do. And like I said, PJ came in tonight and we did a really good job um, of guarding Jokic and um, being physical, being able to switch. And, um, you know, then Jokic got a couple offensive rebounds, you know, late in the game, which kind of hurt us. Yeah, it, I agree that they – they can defend uh, with one or two guys, like P.J. Tucker. They can score with one or two guys. But the whole thing together is just old and doesn't seem to fit. As for James Harden, he had 21. He's still trying to figure it out and get into the the rhythm and the flow. I keep reiterating that I didn't, I didn't have a training camp really or, or, or preseason. So, you know, kind of learning on the fly for a new team and then also getting myself into James Harden shape and, and and in game, um, you know, shape is, is very, very important. So um, tonight was a definitely another step in, in the right direction and um, just keep improving. So is this James Harden shape when you're happy or James Harden shape when you want to get traded? Which which is it? No, this is, he's not in game shape, but let forget about that. This We just got to get into James Harden shape. James Harden You're not going to get into real but shape. Remember, we just got to get into James Harden shape. When he shape. wants out of a particular situation, he gets fat. He just doesn't take care of himself 
uh, I'm sorry, not fat. Just he puts on, he packs on the pounds to let everybody know that he's going to do what he wants to do and he's not he's not going to play and he's not ready to play and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, which is it? Is it I'm happy? James Harden shape, like newlywed James Harden shape, got to stay in shape for my new my new situation, my new relationship, or is it I want out of town James Harden shape? I took it at a, as it as he's going to be out of shape regardless. It's just a question of <laughs> is he really out of shape or is he just in James Harden shape? Oh, man. Life comes at you fast. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence coming up. The Bills make a change, but is it for the sake of me? Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Making a change. The question must be asked. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Inside receiver comes in motion. Allen takes the snap, looks right, throws the ball middle of the field, through the hands, intercepted! Through the hands of a receiver and intercepted. Hand off to James Cook. It looked like he fumbled the football. He did fumble the ball, and I think Denver's got it. He looked like he had it, regained it, and then lost it again, and the Broncos have the ball again in Buffalo territory. Can't turn the ball over, period, let alone four times, and field position can't start at the minus 40 or whatever it was, minus 41. That's it's not good enough. It sucks. Shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, it's a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The voices of Sean McDermott and Josh Allen after a devastating Monday night loss in their eyes. Four turnovers by Josh Allen and James Cook. And when it comes down to it, as much as the defense kept them in games, they made mistake after mistake, coughed up opportunity after opportunity, and wasted a chance not just at home, but with a slow start, and with the unthinkable 12 men on the field penalty that gave the Broncos a last chance, a second and better chance at a game-winning field goal, all of that, you can imagine, is creating great consternation. At the Bills facility, they're 5-5. Five and five. I put this on Twitter and, and kind of just gaped at it yesterday on the air. They have the same record as the Raiders, who fired their coach at midseason and now have a brand-new coach who, granted, brings a different voice but has never coached before. Brand-new coach, but the Raiders are 5-5. Five and five. 
and the Colts. The Colts, who change coaches like some people change socks. Who change quarterbacks just as frequently. Who have Gardner Minshew as their quarterback. And, and that's not to take anything away from Gardner. If it wasn't Gardner, it was the rookie, Anthony Richardson. This is Josh Allen, for heaven's sakes. And I still believe he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I do. He's got all the tools. We can see him make any throw on the field. The problem is between the ears. And I don't mean lack of confidence. I don't mean hesitation. I mean he has got to know when to go for it and when to live to fight another play. He can't continue to take some of the risks that he does. And see, I speak Josh Allen language because I go 150 miles per hour all the time too. Even something as simple as not putting all the juice you have on a throw that's going 10 yards. And Gabe Davis should be handling the passes. James Cook shouldn't be fumbling. I mean, these guys need to take responsibility too. There are drops. But sometimes, maybe Josh Allen takes a little bit of juice off of it. Patrick Mahomes can make every throw too, and he can also throw bullets and darts. But there are times when he softens it up. Something simple, something easy. Not as much juice so it doesn't knock his receiver over or go right through his hands. John Elway used to have the same challenge because Elway would do the same thing. He was a he was a pitcher. He was a baseball guy. And he would throw that football with everything he had. And if the receivers weren't ready, well, it, it would hit off their hands or hit off their face mask or go right through their hands. Can't do that every time. Josh is the leader. He's the best player on the field. Some of these decisions come down to him. But he's not the one who decided to fire the offensive coordinator. I just felt like it was it was time for change. Um, you know, we, we need to be a confident offensive football team and, and, and find consistent production. And, and that's really what it came down to. You know, it's kind of funny. I looked up the stats because I wanted to know for sure. The Bills are still top 10 in almost every offensive category. Now, granted, they started out hotter. They haven't scored 26 points, I think, over the last four games or so. They dropped four of their last six. Um, but they are still eighth in the NFL in scoring with 26.2 points per game. They're seventh in passing yards per game. They're also top 10 in yards, overall yards per game. They, they're not a top 10 team when it comes to running the ball. But you know where they're also a top two team? Turnovers. And that's a problem. So for Sean McDermott, what does he hope to see different now that he's put Joe Brady as the interim OC? Just more than anything, like I just said, is come out with some with an energy about our offense and, and what we're doing and and, uh, and 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 move the football and score points. I mean, that's really uh, the offense's job at the end of the day. Yes, it is. And and I I'm not telling you that Ken Dorsey always put his team in the best position to succeed, but it wasn't a problem last year, was it? Uh, once they figured it out, this is not Ken Dorsey's fault. It's not. The guys on the field are the ones who are handling the football or not handling the football. The guys on the field are the ones who are careless and undisciplined. That falls on the head coach, not the OC. So why McDermott? Why did this have to happen on the day after a loss to Denver? There's never a good time to do it, right? In particular, on a short week, it just felt like 
um, you know, this was the right time and, and, uh, you know, always want to try and do what's best for the team. And I felt like this was needed right now. And as we go into that, into that locker room on Sunday to, to play the jets across the street here at home, that, um, this is the move that was needed. And, uh, and that's why I did it. We'll hear what he has to say about Josh Allen a little bit later in QB news. We'll do that next hour because he has 19 touchdowns, but he's tops in the NFL with 11 picks. He's actually ahead of Mac Jones now. What about the locker room? How could this affect the guys that you have to speak to every day? It's an unfortunate part of our business, right? Um, It's a results-driven business, and sometimes changes are made. And, um, you know, in particular, when they happen during the course of the season, um, you know, you've got to turn the page rather quickly, unfortunately, and, and move on and get yourself ready to go for, for this week. And it's a tough stretch coming up for the Bills. If you haven't seen their schedule, why would you? I'll tell you now. They have the Jets at home coming up on Sunday. Then they've got road trips to Philadelphia and Kansas City. That's followed by a game at home against the Cowboys. These next 10 days, wowzers. It's at 10, sorry, four weeks. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.